Hey everybody, welcome to Scottsdale, Arizona. This is the Playoff Drive, brought to you by Byers Auto, our good friends. Uh, partnering with us this week as Ohio State gets ready out here in the desert for the Fiesta Bowl on Saturday night against Clemson, the college football playoff. Uh, trying to find somewhere around uh, the Camelback to get some lighting so we can talk to you guys. Uh, Berm had some travel difficulties getting yeah, out here. Yeah, the, the Valley of the Sun still gets dark, uh, <laughs> and so we're now indoors in a very uh, secluded building here, but... Uh, Trying, trying to still bring you the update here as we get started with Letterman Road Boots on the ground here uh, in Arizona to get ready. Um, I was able to get out there in time to see the Buckeyes get off the plane, a massive plane, and then massive Dewan Jones is the first guy off uh, as the Buckeyes get ready. They went straight from the plane to a bus to Notre Dame prep to get ready, and if that doesn't tell you that the Buckeyes are all business berm, I don't know what does. This is so much different than a normal bowl trip. I mean, like, think about the Rose Bowl a year ago and how much of it was just like entertainment and fun and you go bowling and then you do this like go to disney world right, like this Ride rides this is about football and this week is, it is a business trip for ohio state is get here and get to work the buckeyes will practice it'll walk through today we'll practice tomorrow practice i mean this is a this is a trip that is about beating clemson and not really that old-timey uh bowl experience that, <laughs> that people used to get i mean sure they're going to still get you know party gifts or whatever but um the only thing the Buckeyes want to leave here with is a chance to go to the national championship. Yeah, it's it's interesting to watch just the way that they've handled it because you know everyone talks about the activities that you get to do on the you know activities. the fiesta. Yeah, the fiesta will still you know they're doing a community service tomorrow. Uh, they're practicing in the morning. They're doing that in the afternoon. They're still you know I don't know go kart things and stuff throughout mm -hmm. the week that they get to do. But Ohio State does not appear to be that concerned about that. To your point, they. You know, they wanted to go practice right away. They wanted to, to have as much of a normal Sunday as they could. Ryan Day had just given them uh, three days off to go back and, and have their early holiday uh, celebration with their family. So it's kind of been a mix between normal bowl season and then an off week sort of preparation by date. Uh, and it's been an interesting one because it's this just isn't the way things normally line up. This isn't yeah. how bowl season normally works. No, I mean, you get here on a Sunday, you play on a Saturday, you have to deal with all the extra crap about traveling across the country, guys flying in here from different parts of the country if they weren't in Columbus for the last three days, that they're flying here on their own and meeting on their own. I mean, I remember being here in 2016, and there was like 10 guys who weren't on the plane and yeah. Like, why isn't this person here? Why isn't this person here? It's like, because they came from Miami. It's a different flight. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of these moments for Ohio State that is, is going to be not just a season definer, obviously, but this is a Ryan Day. I don't want to put too much on it and say it's a legacy definer, but, like, you go out and win this game, and Ryan Day's career is – is pretty well uh, moving in a direction that I think is it's almost impossible to slow down at that point. You go out and lose this game, and all of a sudden you start to wonder, like, okay, we're still not at Clemson's level, and how do we get there? Yeah, it's weird how these you know games for Ohio State become you know a season even as a one game referendum based on if you beat Clemson or not. But that's the high standard that Ohio State sets for itself. That's they, the way they wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, th these guys want to be defined by that one game. And beyond that, I, I think it's interesting. I, I've really just started wrapping my mind around it. J.K. Dobbins has not played in a college football playoff game. Chase Young has not played in a college football playoff game. Jeff Okuda has not played in a college football playoff game. These guys have already accomplished so much in their career as juniors in three straight Big Ten championships. That's normally enough. You know, three wins in the, in the game, three sets of gold pants, three Big Ten titles. You're talking about hallowed ground, but it's like, 
Okay, now you're waiting for them to take that next step in the stage for them. Can they command it? Can they? Can Chase Young go have a signature performance against Clemson? I mean, this, as you said for Ryan Day, I think for these players who've done so much and putting trees in Buckeye Grove and all that, this for them is what all, what they've been building for, and they haven't had this opportunity no. yet. It's also a litmus test for Justin Fields to see really, you know, the, the the talk about Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence in the last few years has been nonstop because of their battles at the Elite 11 in 2018. But, like, this is an opportunity to see, is he really developing at the rate that we think he is? Which, because uh, we got in a little trouble, I got in a little trouble with this at, at, at uh, Roosters last week, but <laughs> I think Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the country, and I think that... Justin Fields is going to have to outplay him on Saturday for the Buckeyes to win. And, you know, there, there's all these little subplots and the, these little storylines that can, um, you know, be explored all week long. But ultimately, this is a program test for Ohio State. Clemson leapfrogged them mm-hmm. in 2016 to be the team opposite Alabama. And and now Ohio State has to leapfrog them and get it back. And, and they, that cannot happen with a loss like yeah I mean we're going to be talking about Justin Fields and all these ramifications all week long but it's the other thing you got to watch when we start to get an open practice or two early in the week what does that knee look like does he get the full range of mobility back does he get rid of that bulky knee brace he was supposed to be on or has he gotten used to it I mean yeah I I don't think that he will honestly and I don't think that I wouldn't I mean it's it's physically it's going to be a limitation anyone that puts that on that's going to be the case mentally I don't think that it, it it just hasn't clicked maybe that's what your point there do you get used to it mentally and play through it I think if you're talking about Justin Fields in Ohio State I don't know if he gets 100% to where he was where you go into the season yeah. opener, but can he run? Can they do enough of the offense? That's that's what we'll be watching here in these first couple of days because that's, that's a huge deal. Ohio State, I think, can win uh, if he's at the same level that he was against Wisconsin. Sure. But it's going to be much more difficult for them to do so. Yeah, I mean, Clemson is going to come at him in a, in a number of different ways that Ohio State hasn't seen this year with different blitz packages and different fronts. I mean, they're going to mix it up between 3-4 and 4-3, which nobody really has been able to do all year against Ohio State and play both in the same game. Clemson has the personnel and the personality to do that with Brett Venables. And I just think it's, it's one of these games that, as, as we said, like there are so many little tests and for Ohio State, for Clemson, I mean, I believe, and as I said last week, the winner of this game wins a national championship. I, I know LSU is is the darling of everything and everyone right now, yeah. but I just don't I don't think that they can beat Ohio State or Clemson in a 60-minute game. I, I, I know that they're talented. I know that Joe Burrow's playing great, but I, I just feel like, like I did in 2014 – out of Ohio State, Alabama, you just kind of had a sense that that game was the real yeah. championship game. And, you know, obviously Ohio State did the right thing and didn't overlook Oregon two weeks later. <laughs> but, and I think that playing LSU means they couldn't possibly overlook them. But, um, you know, we have all week to talk about all these things and we're going to be doing this like every day, yeah. right? So, um, to me, it's, it's today's day one of the test. I mean, this is Ryan Day's career. And, and how how does he take the Buckeyes to the next step? Can he take them to the next step? Because for everything Urban Meyer did, the final step that Ohio State took with Urban Meyer was backwards. And that had to eat at Urban Meyer. And sure. you know that that step, that backwards step, is why Ryan Day is here. And not, I mean, I mean, literally, physically here. Not because, not Urban Meyer's retirement, but why Ryan Day was brought into Ohio State. 
and and now we see if that if I just love it. I think it's amazing sense of symmetry to to have that matchup happen now. It's so weird because you and I, were, you know, we were out here uh, for that last playoff game, the last matchup with Clemson. It's not like anybody thought that Ohio State offensively was perfect no. by any stretch of the imagination, and they went through a lot of ups and downs throughout that year, but. It took something like 31 to nothing to bring Ryan Day, to bring Kevin Wilson in to help get this ship righted. And, uh, you know, you and I have had this conversation a lot. It's not maybe fair to judge his entire career based on one game, but it's going to be unavoidable because everyone will look back to 2016 and the opponent is the same. The venue is the same. You know, well, what's the difference? Did Ryan Day actually get it fixed to push it over the top against Clemson? The teams are not the same, and that's not a fair comparison, but that's going to be the discussion no matter what. Yeah, I mean, Urban Meyer's first year as a head coach was with Bowling Green, right? Like, it's a little different. Like, this is sort of an unfair litmus test, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because he shouldn't be in a position where his career or his reputation as an Ohio State coach is defined by what happens next Saturday. But, I mean... Again, it's Ohio State. The expectations are super high. They're never going to shrink. They're never going to shrink away from those expectations. And so you may as well just go out and win the whole damn thing. <laughs> that sounds like a, a movie idea yeah. right there. All right, we gotta, we're going to keep talking about that all week long, of course. This is going to be the playoff drive. I uh, appreciate Byers Auto for hanging with us and sponsoring as we uh, make that postseason push ourselves with our coverage of Ohio Tomorrow State. Tomorrow we'll have sun, sunshine. We're sure going to put a cactus behind there. Yeah. We're actually going to do our hair. We're not going to look yeah. like we just got off of an airplane yeah. uh, and traveling across the country and dealing with delays and all that. So Burn will get some sleep. Sure will. Uh, maybe we'll have some road beers throughout the week. But Probably. no matter what, we'll be talking about Ohio State Clemson. Really can't wait for this week and everything that's ahead at LemonRoad.com. He's Berm. I'm Austin Ward. This has been the Playoff Drive brought to you by Byers Auto. We will see you tomorrow. Come